Alrighty, what's going on everyone? Welcome back to the Loose Balls Podcast. I'm Cole, with me as always is Peyton, and today we're going to talk a little more about the NFL offseason, but we're going to get started here with some NBA talk. We haven't really talked about or covered that much since the NFL playoffs have begun, but we're getting close to the All-Star break. All-Star stars have been announced. And now we're kind of seeing the teams who really are true contenders and ones that are borderline, but for lack of better word, pretenders. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so let's get started with contenders, pretenders. Let's start with that. And let's go with the Western Conference. Who do you have as your contenders? Uh, Well, I mean, looking at the Western Conference, there's a lot of good teams in there. The teams that you really look at as contenders are obviously both the L.A. teams Utah, jury's still out, you know. They're super hot. They lost last night as of this recording to the Clippers, who, like I just said, they're kind of the the cream of the crop in my opinion. I think that Utah could easily still get that number one seed, but if I'm looking at the top of that conference, I'm looking at both those L.A. teams. And then you got Utah, Phoenix, Denver, those kind of teams kind of in that next slot down, maybe Portland. But... In the West, in terms of contenders, I still kind of just look at those two LA teams as the real contenders. I'm on the exact same thought as you. I only look at the Lakers when Anthony Davis is there, Mm -hmm. and hopefully with his Achilles issue right now, he comes back okay, because this kind of reminds me of that Kevin Durant injury. It's giving me those kind of vibes. Calf strain, quote-unquote, that turned into a blown Achilles. Yeah, it's a good thing that the Lakers are playing this really, really careful. They're saying, yeah. AD, sit out for a month, take the All-Star break. Mm-hmm. We'll just ride it out, and we they need him back. They need them to make a to make a title run, especially in the West where it's a gauntlet. Yeah, You mentioned the Clippers. PG Kawhi came back yesterday. Good win over the hottest team in the NBA. Utah, I think, won 20 of 21. 20 of 21, yeah. 18 10-point victories in that span. That's pretty fucking good yeah and on the on the utah talk right now i do not see them as contenders they gave me kind of denver nuggets vibes of Mm -hmm. maybe two years ago when they went to seven games with both portland yeah and um was the other team san antonio and uh even last even the atlanta hawks from it was a 26, yeah. 2017, I think it was. Yeah, the 60-win Hawk team. I think they had 60 wins that year. but Yeah, that team. With Teague and Horford. Millsap yeah, as well. Millsap, yeah. They good. were the one seed, and they got to the conference finals, but I think they got swept. Yeah, they got swept by LeBron. Yeah. But they give me those kind of vibes. Like They're a really good team. I'm not taking anything away from them. Yeah. Mitchell's been solid. Gobert's been playing out of his mind. Um, Clarkson, Clarkson six man, runaway six man of the year at this point, no doubt. And then you've got Bogdan- my pick for six man of the year. Just want to shout that out. <laughs> True that, uh, Bogdanovich. Mm-hmm. He's been. I mean, solid. like we said, he's huge for that team, and they missed him in the bubble. You can see that this year. Even Royce O'Neal, he's yeah, he's a really good. He's always been a good role player yeah. in his career. He's kind of that glue guy. Yeah, good three and D player. Joe Ingles, always been there. Ingles, for- he's. Could for a couple threes a game, but 
They've got depth, but I don't see them going against the Clippers or the Lakers and beating them in a seven-game no. series, barring injury or yeah. God forbid. The thing is, COVID. if they if they were to finish first, they could avoid both of those teams until the conference finals and potentially be playing one of those teams off of a crazy series that they come off against each other in the second round. So that one seed could be huge for them mm-hmm. just in terms of that. I still don't see them beating either of those teams, but if they get a one seed, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, if there is another bubble for the playoffs, which I think there probably will be, the home court advantage might not matter too much, but just being able to avoid those teams until the conference finals would be big. Exactly, but you never know who those lower seed teams might be. It could be a Dallas. Mm-hmm. It could be... Denver. Yeah, it could be Denver. They're in eighth right now. Mm-hmm. It could be a repeat of Denver, Utah. And on the topic of Denver, I was hoping, where we were both hoping Porter Jr. would take that step as the third guy, and so far he hasn't really done that. It's been Jokic, who's MVP candidate. Yeah. Murray's had his moments. We'll talk about Murray a little yeah. bit later about that 50 piece he had yesterday. Record breaking 50 piece. Yes. Yeah. He f- didn't have a free throw yesterday. Yeah. And, and he also shot 80% from the field and from three. <laughs> that's, in- that's insane. Yeah. And he did all that work in the third, fourth. But this team, again, I don't think they're. They're not built to beat the Lakers with AD. For the Clippers. That would be a good series because Jokic would obviously be a problem, but I think the Clippers in a seven-game series this time around would come in with that mindset. Like, they're not going to fuck around. They're going to lay down the law, and they're going to fix their own from last year. Yeah. You talked about Portland, too. Shout out Dame Lillard. He's been... Oh, my God. He's just... Another MVP candidate doing what... He's just so good. He's doing what he's been doing for the last few years and finally getting a little bit of recognition. I know he wasn't voted as a starter, but he was yeah. right there for it. It's I mean, at this point, I think Steph and Clay are kind of locks for that, just in terms of popularity. Or sorry, Steph and Luca yeah. are locks for that, just in terms of popularity. But it's, yeah, Dame probably should have been in there. Yeah, he, yeah, considering how good their team is doing with all the injuries they've had yeah. again... Yeah, again. <laughs> like, shout out Portland. I had them as the five seed or, yeah, five yeah. seed this year, and they're currently a four, which yeah. hopefully that continues. Uh, Phoenix. Yeah, I give a big shout out to Phoenix. We were saying we're waiting for them to kind of figure things out, and it seems like they have. They're 18 and 10 now, so. I think Paul had a 19 assist game yesterday. Yeah. So they It was against the Pelicans, to be fair, who don't play a, a, like a defense, but. <laughs> Yeah, really, those are the teams that we kind of see. Like, those are the five, six teams that yeah. have a shot to compete with the Lakers and yeah. Clippers. But past that, don't think there's really yeah any other teams that can really make a push in the West. I yeah, know. Big but. shout out to the Spurs, though. Yes. I shit on them. So did I. And they're in, they're in sixth place. DeMar DeRozan is looking like the DeMar DeRozan of old. DeJounte Murray is looking like a legit starting one, like a very good starting one. He's he's good, and that team is good, and Popovich is good. And Pound of youth, I guess. They just, they're the Spurs. Prayers up to DeMar, too. His father been going through some health issues. Mm-hmm. He passed away a couple days ago, so condolences to DeMar. And 
his family, we love him up here in Canada. Always have, always will. Mm-hmm. I got DeMar Jersey in my closet right now. He was my favorite player for yeah a long time up here, and it's been great to see that he's had a good year so far with the Spurs when we, we thought they wouldn't even be contending for a playoff spot. Yeah. But, yeah, that kind of wraps up the the Western Conference. There's not really any other teams to talk about. Dallas has no. kind of picked it up a little bit. Yeah, Dallas is looking a little better. They should be able to at least get into the play-in. Like, if they can't do that, then I don't even know what to say. Mm-hmm. Um, Sacramento's bad, but De'Aaron Fox and Tyrese Halliburton are excellent, and they have a lot to look there's, forward to with those two. There's hope there now yeah. compared to other years where there was just... I mean, the Pelicans, Zion's out there doing his thing, but they suck. I don't know. They have no shooting in a three-point shooting league. (laughs) Can't play like a defense to save their lives, considering they have two of the best, well, two of the better backcourt defenders with ball and blood, so you'd think they'd be bottled up better defensively, even with Adams and Zion. They're both decent defenders, Mm -hmm. so it's weird to see that. Yeah. Anthony Edwards commit murder last night. Holy so. crap. That was the dunk of the year. <laughs> on Yuta Watanabe. Oh my god. I was watching that live and I'm like, Jesus Christ. I thought Edwards snapped his ankle when he came down because he landed almost on yeah. Guadalupe. That was... And then... Yeah. The only thing I have to say about the Timberwolves is just free cat, please. I feel bad for he him. De- he deserves so much better considering the year he the year and a half he's yeah. gone through with all his, the COVID issues and... Yeah. Breaking news today, I guess. Kind of breaking news. Marcus Cousins and the Rockets parted ways today. Mm-hmm. He was guaranteed his two and a half mil or whatever this year, and then they parted ways. So obviously it was I mean, probably a mutual agreement. Give Cousins his guaranteed money, and they say thanks for your thanks for your time. So yeah. uh, this might be the end of Boogie as we know it. I don't yeah. know if there's a market for him anymore. I don't know. Who knows? I, I mean, wouldn't be shocked to see him in Brooklyn just because... They'll give them a min deal. They need a big man, but mm-hmm. I don't know. They also need defense, and that's not really Boogie's jam. So <laughs> They did sign our OKC man, Andre Robertson, yeah. to a little yeah. one-year one year deal. Didn't even know he hasn't he played in what, like, four. since 2018, I don't think. He played. He did play in the bubble. A little bit, but he wasn't really in the rotation at all. No. Good to see him play, though. Like, he's a solid defender. and he... Oh, he's a great defender. He just can't do anything else. No. They were literally laughing. Do you remember when the Rockets were laughing at him taking free throws? Yeah, because he's airballing. He, I think he went, like, one. three for 18 or something like that. Like, it was yeah. uh, it was crazy. That was your Russ won MVP. And yeah. with the team he had, like, holy, that was a bad team. But, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, the, the Rockets, they have, like, they have Christian Wood. They don't need Boogie there. I think they were kind of looking at Wood and Boogie to be, like, similar in minutes and playing time and wood has just exploded this year so boogie's kind of rotationally not as big of a part yeah the injuries have caught up to boogie yeah you can't come back from a torn acl torn 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 achilles and a hamstring injury i think it was was, the hamstring injury is probably worse than i guarantee it's probably partially torn yeah so that many leg injuries to you is really gonna especially when you're that big yeah, it's really going to slow you down. But yeah, that's that's her Western Conference talk. Off to the East where it's a shit show right now. Yeah. Philly's still first, but they're, they've are they been kind of a sub-500 team recently. And Bede has been playing out of his freaking mind with a 50-point game yeah. last night. Ben Simmons has been playing much better as well. 
but mm-hmm. it's just kind of those two. Harris has chipped in here and there well, but kind of looking for everyone else to, to figure it out. Step it up a little bit. Yeah. They're, yeah, they are. Uh, I mean, they're at the top of the East. That's all they need to do, realistically. They just need to stay at the top. But Milwaukee is finally figuring it out. You think after every year of being at the top, they would just continue to do that. But they've had a bit of an up and down season, too. They just lost back to back to the Raptors at home. Yeah, and then one last night, but they're they're not playing at the level that everyone thought. They're you know it's an easy sixty win team. You had Drew Holiday, you had all these good role players, but they haven't really figured it out yet. No. And I think Boonholzer is on the hot seat right now. If they can't make a run this year, and I think he's he's out of here. Yeah. So. Yeah, but, it's a, it's interesting in the East right now. I still consider Milwaukee contenders along with yeah. Philly. Obviously Brooklyn, that's our finals that's our finals yeah, winners. Yeah, I mean Brooklyn's just they're they seem to just be waiting for the playoffs. Like it really does feel that way. Harden has looked excellent since he came over. They still don't play defense, but playing better last few games yeah and you know durant missed a few games or i think he still might be out yeah he's not playing tomorrow yeah and uh yeah i saw that he was missing a few games i was worried that it was going to be for contact tracing again thankfully (laughs) it wasn't yeah that yeah it was just a little minor hamstring injury keep keeping it cautious Kyrie's kind of said i'm the shooting guard james you can be the point guard and james has accepted that role embraced that role and (laughs) he's Leading league in assists right now, which is mm-hmm. they've kind of figured they've kind of figured out what their offensive roles are. Now it's the question is can they figure things out defensively? Can they get some consistency there? Yeah, and that'll be key going into the playoffs because you can't. You, yeah, you can put up one twenty easily, but you can't give up one twenty because in those close games you don't. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah, especially come playoff time, mm-hmm. there's just you can't be playing in games like that every single game in a playoff series it just it's not going to be a recipe for success but in the east i just i don't see anybody beating them no brooklyn philly and milwaukee be my three main Mm -hmm. contenders outside of that boston they're inconsistent they miss marcus smart right now yeah they really miss him and they're 15 and 14 i don't think stevens is on the hot seat no yet but you've got Tatum Brown there, which they've been both playing fantastic this year, especially Jalen Brown. Yeah. Averaging like 27. And other than that, they just they don't really have much else. Still waiting for Kemba to get going. And it's been inconsistent, and I don't see them getting past the second round at this point. And I don't see them beating Philly because who's going to guard Embiid? Yeah, no. You can't put Tristan Thompson and Daniel Tice on Embiid and expect them to stop him. Who's going to guard Giannis? Like, they, yeah, they can build a wall, but they're not going to be able to beat Milwaukee because Milwaukee's got more depth than them. Yeah. They're way more depth. They're all around a way better team. Yeah. And they've got a big man, Brooke Lopez, who rebounds well. And when he wants to rebound well, I should yeah. say. Splash Mountain. Yeah. Um... Other than that, that's kind of like the three, four teams I look at that are. I mean, yeah. Then it's a bunch of under five hundred teams it's like Pacers, Raptors, Hawks, who are bitten super up and down. 
Knicks. I've been consistent. Good for the Knicks. I think yeah. they're like 14 and 16 right now. I think they're like a seven seed maybe. Yeah, they've, so, they've, been, cons- they've been consistently around that 500 mark yeah. this year. R.J. Barrett and Randall. Julius Randle are getting run ragged, but they're playing well. <laughs> Randall, I think it. Randall's averaging like 36 minutes a night. Yeah, that's most minutes in the NBA, yeah. I think. But he's also averaging like 22, 8, and 5, I think, or something like yeah, that. I think he's or averaging he's 20 points, 10 boards, and 5 assists. Something along those lines, which is rare for a big man to to average unless you're like a Jokic or... No, he really is playing like a kind of a LeBron-esque game. Yeah, he is. And he's shooting well. Yeah. He's shooting well from the three, but other than that, are there really any other teams in the East that you look at? They're like, and you're like, oh yeah, that's a a playoff team. Yeah. Charlotte, Charlotte's a fun team to watch, but they're not the team that you're going to... Be scared to play against. Yeah. Ooh, Gordon Hayward. Ooh, Lamelo Ball. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> but, Washington and Detroit are just terrible. Yeah. Poor Bradley. So they're, yeah. Uh, Chicago. Shout out Zach Levine. Yeah, Zach Levine. I. I mean, I would be shocked if there aren't multiple teams calling Chicago asking for Zach Levine. And I mentioned that beginning of the year. I said if Levine's playing at a at a really good level. I would be. I wouldn't. I'd be very tempted to yeah. put Levine on the trade block and just see what you can yeah. get for him because you get a good haul back from a team that that needs a a guard, yeah, for a scoring guard. Like thinking about Philadelphia, maybe you could yeah. use a shooter and another ball handler with Simmons in the backcourt. Kind of gives Simmons a little bit of a breather because Levine can also facilitate when. He will when he wants to, mm-hmm. and that's a potential option there. Um, other than that, there's not much other teams or not much else to say about the East. It's really Philly, Brooklyn, and Milwaukee. Milwaukee's conference yeah. to lose at this point, and that's how I've seen it since the start. Because Boston, I'm still waiting for Boston to get going, and they were actually my pick to surprisingly make the finals for a little bit until the preseason when I'm like yeah there's yeah. no there's no way there's team has no depth yeah, no they they were my pick last year to make the finals and they almost did and then you know that magical Miami team had to shut me up but speaking of Miami they're still trying to figure it out yeah. too they they can't string together a little streak here and they're kind of a borderline playing playing team right now and we kind of knew Miami was going to take a bit of a step back. Mm-hmm. We just didn't think it would be... This much of a step back? I thought they'd be like a five seed, probably, like they were last year, but not like a magical run five seed. Yeah, COVID, but, kind, of, COVID kind of hit them pretty early. But yeah. since then, they've it's been a couple weeks since they got everyone back, and they still can't string together wins. They mm-hmm. blew a game against the Warriors the other night where they were in full control, and then... The Warriors came back. They're they down 11 with five minutes left, and they won an OT. Curry went crazy. As per usual. Yeah. You didn't even mention the Warriors at all. No, they're, they're – I don't feel like I need to mention the Warriors because they're doing exactly what I said they were going to do, which is be right around 500, and Curry's going to be carrying. And mm-hmm. that's exactly what's happening. So, I, I mean, that just felt like that was going to happen. Curry would figure it out and be the same Curry he was when he had to put the whole team on his back, you know, and – he was a back-to-back MVP for a reason, but mm-hmm. that team just doesn't have a whole lot past him right now. I mean, yeah. shout-out to Wiggins and Oubre. They're playing pretty well. Wiseman's up and down, but he's having a good season. 
Yeah. And, He's, I mean, Draymond is just... I don't know. It's Draymond. Draymond's the ultimate glue guy he, yeah he's under he's uh, he's underappreciated for what he brings to the team yeah he may score two three points a night but he also gives you how many boards how many assists how many blocks how many steals yeah. he does the little things that it's almost like it's not rodman-esque it's like i don't know it's like he makes the hustle plays that you don't see he yeah. makes plays you don't see in the in the statistics and he's a good leader he's a good role model for Wiseman because he's been kind of mentoring yeah. Wiseman to be a better player and you can you can tell like Wiseman's still it's still really new for Wiseman because he only played how many games in college he played yeah. four or five and then just stopped right into the NBA right away so it's going to take him a little bit but it's good to have a guy like Draymond there to oh, absolutely. help him out and mentor but yeah that's really about it for Eastern Conference. I want to give like a couple player shoutouts quick. I want to go to Indiana with Sabonis and Brogdon. They form a little nice duo there. I saw Sabonis had like a thirty-point triple double. I think a couple nights ago, Brogdon. I've seen him put a few thirty-point games. Wherein I thought Brogdon in his rookie year, I'm like, this is the worst rookie of the rookie of the year I've ever seen. Yeah. That year with Embiid and Saric. That was a terrible rookie class. Yeah. But Brogdon's really shown Milwaukee why that he was indeed a, a very important piece to that Milwaukee squad the year they blew a tool lead to the Raptors. And yeah. they've really missed Brogdon. He's became his he's become his own player in Indiana and you've seen the the variety he brings. He's a good facilitator, he rebounds the ball, he's an excellent shooter, he mm-hmm. defends well, he does all the little things well. And even some bonuses. We knew he was going to be good in OKC, you and I, but I didn't think yeah. he'd be this good. No. But. No picking up. Where was dad left off? <laughs> yeah. Do you have any player shots you want to give? or? Um, The the big ones, I guess, are Julius Randle. We talked about him. I mentioned the backcourt there in Sacramento. Those guys are doing great. I mentioned that backcourt in San Antonio. Those guys are doing great. I guess DeMar's shooting guard slash small forward. But, um, yeah, Damian Lillard we mentioned. He's having an excellent season. It's, uh... I see Akim here as well. He's been picking it up a little bit recently. He's been very inconsistent all year, but I think the last five games or so, he's found his form he's stopped shooting threes a lot more he's mm-hmm. focusing on being more of like a post-up player and what he was doing before that made him successful in the year he was most improved but a little shout out to spicy p yeah. here in the north the only other person i do want to say is nikola vukovic in vukovic 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 <laughs> yeah uh he's uh he's so good but he's just stuck in Orlando. He's got to be one of the most underrated players in the whole league. I just I can't imagine what he would do on a good team. Yeah, he's he just he's so good. He he does excellent things for that team, and he's just buried out there in Orlando. Like we mentioned, I think it was a while ago that Orlando's where careers go and die, mm-hmm. and which we hope Cole Anthony finds finds some positive vibes in Orlando because that's. Yeah. That hasn't been a good place till really a couple till a couple of years ago, and now they're kind of stuck in mediocrity or 
they're kind of basement dwellers this year, which is mm-hmm. tough to see with this team. And they're kind of in a situation with the cap where it's not too friendly for them, so they can't really go in and get somebody. And they've been injury riddled all season, so that hasn't helped at all. But yeah, shout out Vucevic. He's so good. Yeah, he's excellent. Um, yeah, that was like the only other guy I could think of. Yeah, that's really it. We have that's really all we have for the NBA. But our really our big focus today is the NFL and seasons wrapped up. Free agency's right around the corner. We mentioned we're going to preview their each team's off season, and today we're going to talk about the American Football Conference. <laughs> and I guess let's start with. I guess what we're going to talk about is team needs, kind of recapping their season, free agents coming up, who we think they should try and go for, try and replace players with, Mm -hmm. and then talk about their cap situation and where they stand going into offseason with the free agency and the draft around the corner. So let's start with the AFC least. The least. I want to start with Buffalo. Yeah. I want to save New England till the end of this. That's fair. We can save New England till the end. Because I've got a lot to talk about with New England. <laughs> well, Buffalo, what do you have about Buffalo? Uh, well, Buffalo's interesting because obviously they're coming off a great season. They went 13-3. and They went to the conference championship game. So they only have 3.8 mil in cap space, but at least they have some cap space. They don't have to make any real decisions on anybody, which is good. Yeah. Um... That's I think Josh Allen's still on his rookie deal, so that's huge for them, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but all I can say is, yeah, I think they need to just try to keep that team together with the money that they have and maybe try to go out and add one piece on the defense extra, like like a Richard Sherman, like I said last week, or maybe even a piece on the D-line to get an extra pass rusher. Mm-hmm. But past that, I really think Buffalo just needs to do what they're doing and keep that team together right now, keep the chemistry yeah. going. They're still a pretty young team. I think... The one thing I want them to figure, I guess, two things is their running back situation. Because Singletary sure. had a really down year. Zach Moss was a really good surprise. I think he was a second round pick last mm-hmm. year, something like that. He got hurt at the end of the year, though, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And um, so running back situation, I think they need to figure that out. Who maybe lastly run both of them back and see who's the hot hand mm-hmm. or run like what Green Bay was doing, like a two three running back. Could even go out and draft another one. Could do that. I think their biggest need this year is a edge rusher because in that AFC Championship game they couldn't get to Mahomes, and that's the team that's going to be. Yeah, that's going to team. That's the team you need to beat every single year to get to the Super Bowl, unless you get lucky. And then another thing I think they need to add is they need to improve that offensive line because I think they have three or four starters on the offensive line that are potential free agents. Mm-hmm. And with a little cap space, you need to figure something out. You need to try and get a couple of those guys back at For least. Sure. So, but that's kind of what I look at. Because you still have really good defensive players. you got Terrell Poyer, Hyde, Ed Oliver's there, Quentin Jefferson. you still got good players. But I think, yeah, like you mentioned, one piece. And, that make, and you kind of look at the Chiefs and you're like, what do they do well? What do we need to add to yeah. get to their level and... Yeah, that's the, I think that's like the decision you make there. You either get somebody on the line to go after Patrick Mahomes or you get somebody in the secondary to try to help when he's throwing. It's just this team, is they're going to be building to try to beat that team because they can beat anybody else on any given day. But the yeah. Chiefs are that team they got to beat. Mm-hmm. 
Um, just looking at their free agents as well. Mario Addison's a free agent. I feel like it's kind of a toss-up because mm-hmm. he's been a little up and down, but you can probably let him walk. Um, Josh Norman's a free agent, but he's kind of out of his... He's kind of past his time, yeah. and you can easily just go out and get another corner, or even draft a corner in the draft. So it's yeah. a pretty, I think it's a decent draft with corners this year. Um, I think that Norman will probably stick around, but it, it'll be interesting to see what they do with their money. I guess the lack of money. Yeah. With it's a, still a very good team. It's just like you said. You said it. You put it pretty clear that they got to keep this team together, which. Mm-hmm exactly what they need to do um New York Jets obviously new coach Salah yeah. um they've got a lot of cap space yeah uh it's 70, a lot of holes 75 mil to fill to basically create a new team we know about the Darnold situation they have the number two pick do they go and take yeah. a Zach Wilson do they Justin get Fields or do they do they go Maybe to the wide receivers and maybe take a Devontae Smith or take a, what's the guy's name from, LS, from LSU, that wide receiver? Yeah, I'm blanking on it too, but I know who you're talking about. It's Jamar Listen Chase. Probably, Jamar Chase, yeah. yes, that's his name. But there's a lot, like a lot of holes, and Marcus May is kind of their main free agent yeah. this year, so obviously getting him signed is a yeah. priority. Yeah, they got 75.5 million cap space here, so. Yeah, they got a lot to work with. I said that the number one thing they need to do is if they are sticking with Darnold, you need to protect him. They need to get O line. That's like your main priority. And then I say after that, you just got a new coach. You want him to succeed. Whatever Robert Sala wants, mm-hmm. go out and get the pieces that he wants. Try to let him succeed with this new team. Like mm-hmm. him and Joe Douglas together, find good players. Go out and spend your money. Yeah, don't be afraid to maybe spend a little extra on like a good. They need receivers. Yeah, like they are, they have no receivers, so maybe throw some money at an Allen Robinson. Maybe take a shot at Kenny Galladay. Juju Smith. Juju, good slot receiver. See if you can get someone to show up and try and build this culture back because yeah. really there's nothing. And we've heard the Deshaun Watson rumors as well about how. The Jets is a place he'd like to play. I don't really get that. Mm-hmm. He's like, I want to play somewhere where I can I can succeed the most. I'm like, the can't. Jets are not that place. Not that place yet, I guess. Unless they no. they hit the jackpot in the draft and free agency this year. But yeah, yeah, I think the biggest question mark is how do they spend their money this summer and what's their quarterback situation going to be? Is it Darnold? Is it Wilson? Is it Fields? There's yeah. so many options that you just don't really know. Yeah. At this point. I think whoever it is, they need to make sure their O-line is good. Mm-hmm. They did but, draft uh, Beckton last year. Yeah. I think he had some injury issues this year, but he's excellent. Yeah, he's very good. Um, he rolled his ankle. But, you know, they need more than one player on the line. Sure, you got a good left tackle. The rest of their line sucks. So yeah. they got to go out and get some players. Yeah, exactly. Um yeah, that's really about it for the Jets. I'll be paying a close eye to what they do as a Patriots fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miami, surprise year this year. Yeah. The middle of a rebuild, but they have a 10-win season, which yeah, very good step forward. They've got about 30 mil in cap, I think, something around those lines. 
But for me, I think the big question mark for them, I guess the two big question marks is Tua, do they trust him? And I think they need to go get a wide receiver. Like another wide receiver. I think they need just O-line and like weapons on offense, whether it's running back, receiver, just something out there. They need another player, another weapon. But they they definitely need some more O-line pieces. I think if you are sticking with Tua, if they can get Panay Sewell at that third pick, that's the easiest pick of your your life. Without a doubt. So if they can do that and then, yeah, maybe go out out and get an Aaron Jones. Go out and get, I I recommended maybe a Corey Davis last week, you know. Mm -hmm. Just somebody else that can help with Tua, you know, get him another piece to put this team over the top they were so close to a playoff spot this year if you can get a couple more guys to just make that offense I mean their defense was so good they just need to keep the defense together yeah and then get a couple more pieces on that offense yeah because you've got what's his name I'm blanking on him right now you had uh can't remember his name now you had Van Noy over there Mm -hmm. Sabian Uh, Howard led the league in interceptions he was potential defensive player of the year for a little bit a little bit there and they're a they're a solid team and they've they've only got up to go only got upwards to go mm-hmm. and they got some cap so like I do like how you mentioned Aaron Jones because mm-hmm. they I do have a running back maybe as a question mark because Miles Gaskin showed up out of nowhere when Jordan yeah. Howard and Brita were major disappointments yeah, so, yeah Jordan Howard good. especially Brita I think was dealing with some injury stuff but Jordan Howard was a healthy scratch most of the year yeah, or Howard, I think, got cut like halfway through the year or something like that. Might have, yeah. I like an Aaron Jones addition. I think that'd be Yeah, really he's good, good for like run game and pass game, and I think that could really help them. So exactly. Who knows? That's, they do have uh, 35.6 mil to work with. Like That's a good chunk of money to work with. So Again, feel free to spend it. Yeah. You may not get this chance. Like It's a decent free agent class. Might as well yeah. go spend it on, on holes that you have, and you have the number three pick, too. Get an O-lineman. Yeah secure that old line for the future and protect who or whoever you decide for the quarterback moving forward. Yeah. Um, New England. They've got an almost 70 million cap. Yep. When's the last time you can say that about a Patriots team? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. They've got lots of free agents that I know of. Joe Tooney, he's gone. Yeah. David Andrews, I hope they resign him, but I yeah. think he's gone. Uh, J.C. Jackson is an RFA, so I think they're going to figure something out with him because yeah. he's a very good corner. Jason McCourty was terrible this year. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> James White, I don't think he'll be back. Cam, they got to figure out that QB situation, but they're in a place where they have the 14th pick. Yeah. And they need a lot of they need a lot of things, and they need they need skill players. They need a wide receiver. You need that's yeah. Top priority, I think, is get yourself a wide receiver. But quarterback, obviously, they need to find some kind of situation. Whether that is you know Mac Jones at that pick that they have, or they go out and pick somebody up. Like whatever they do, they need to find something with that quarterback situation. But I don't know what they're gonna do. I heard a interesting take the other day. Um, if you probably heard it too, was Marcus Mariota a potentially little trade to New mm-hmm. England? I'm like, that's not bad. Because he's kind of like a Cam Newton with a bit of a he's more with a more ac- more accurate Cam yeah. Newton, which he's only on a one year cheap deal, 
coming up. I don't know what you would trade for Mariota or if he's on the trade block, but I feel like that'd be that'd be yeah. interesting. Um, they need D line help too. They have not had a good edge rusher since Chandler Jones. Yeah. Um, I suggested maybe go get Shaq Barrett, throw some money at him. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of holes this team yeah. needs to fit. I, I think, like, for me, the most important thing that I said is that they just need to be aggressive with the money that they have. Like, just spend that money. You have $70 million cap space. Go out and use it. Yeah, Bill... Bill's never been a spender. I heard something today that he always used Tom Brady's contract as a negotiating piece with other players. Like, Tom Brady's getting paid this much money. You need to take a lot less than he is. He's taking the one for the team, so you need to do as well. Mm-hmm. Can't and do that anymore. <laughs> no, but you probably need to play, pay some players a lot more money to come here because you're not going to go play with Belichick because you know he's, a, he's an asshole. Yeah. But when they're winning, it's okay. But when they're losing, it's a little bit different. Yeah. So... You got to spend that money this year, and I hope they do go and spend some money and get a couple good pieces. Another thing I wanted to add, too, is they've got players coming back next year. They got Hightower, they got Chun, big pieces on the defense. Gilmore, I don't think, will be back next year. I think he's going to get traded this offseason. Potentially. Because they've got good land corners. They got JC Jackson, they got Jonathan Jones, and I can't remember the other guy other guy's name but they're okay in the secondary in my opinion but it's that defensive it's that front seven that needs to get figured yeah, out obviously sure. that QB situation yeah I mean obviously your QB situation is number one um, but they Bill just he can't draft wideouts so I think you have to spend some money on a wideout in free agency yeah you need to and We'll see if that comes in the form of like a Juju. Even that's the last thing he is another slot receiver with Edelman there. Yeah. You need a downfield threat with speed. You need something like that. Even if it's like a go get a Wolf Fuller and get him on a cheap deal or mm-hmm. just sign him to an aggressive yeah. one-year contract. Well, I mean, in. who is the number one receiver there this year? Like Damier Bird? Yeah, he's a free agent too. Yeah. He's, he's not going to be there anymore. We had, uh, what's his name? Jacoby Myers was a very good player this year. Yeah. He, and you still have Edelman, obviously, but, but he can't be your number one. No. You have no tight end. <laughs> no, Aussie Aussie's the only one that's yeah. there, and I'm hoping he figures his crap out because we were shit at tight end since Gronk was out of here. But, yeah, that's really about it I have for New England. They did develop some young guys this year, but be interesting to see what they do next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to go to the AFC West. Let's just start with the Chiefs. Um, they're in cap hell. They're yeah. way over the cap right now. They don't have major guys they need to sign at this point. Yeah, They've, obviously the big one's Tyron Matthew. Yeah. But I I said that they just need to make they just they need to sit down this offseason and say who do we need to keep? Because we have to make some decisions. Some of these guys have to go. Like they're they need to not worry about looking at other guys. They need to look internally and figure out who the most important pieces are that they need to hang on to. Because this contract that Mahomes has is gonna it's worth it, but it's also gonna be a detriment to bringing other people in, obviously, and keeping a lot of people on this team. 
So they have a lot of decisions to make this offseason, and they just need to make the right decisions. Yeah. Um, they do have the running back situation figured out. Edwards Alaire's there for the future on a nice yeah. little rookie deal. Um, they need to keep that O-line together or add a piece in the O-line. Yeah. They should be getting Duvernay Tardif back next year, which would be big. He was obviously on the front lines in Montreal fighting COVID, so as a medical doctor. Yeah. <laughs> But he's an excellent lineman, so There's, hopefully they also don't have the injury issues on the line next year. Yeah, even their safety as well. Daniel Swartz a free agent too, so yeah. you've got two safeties. And they still have, but, I think they have Thornhill there still too, right? Yeah, they do. Brashad so, Breland's also a free agent, yeah. so it's kind of their secondary they need to look at too. But I think number one for myself personally is their offensive line because you saw what a good four-man <laughs> rush can do with yeah. a shitty offensive line. But to be fair, they were missing a bunch of guys, but I yeah. think that's got to be their top priority because as soon as this contract kicks in Mahomes god forbid he gets injured then you're in you're in big trouble yeah over there but yeah anything else you got for the Chiefs here no I I said that like I said it's not about who they need to go and get it's about who they need to keep because that's what it's probably going to be for the next little while with the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes so yeah I agree with that um, Chargers, brand new coach Brandon Staley's in there. Um, good chunk of money to work with. Yeah, though. decent amount. Thirty-four mil. They they did lose Pouncey. He retired. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I said last week, they should go out and get Ryan Lindsley. They need to protect Herbert. That's their number one priority. I said David Andrews would be a. David Andrews is another good option too. Good piece. Um, I guess. D-line, I said they're fine. As long as you have Nick Bose or yeah. Joy Bosa there, they're fine. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, maybe tight end if they can't figure something out with Henry. Yeah. It's not really a good tight end market right now, so maybe in the draft. I think they need to try to keep Hunter Henry. <laughs> yeah, maybe in the draft you go and find somebody. I don't know if there's any good tight ends in the draft this year. I can't There remember. is. There's um, Kyle Pitts, who's supposed to be like the best tight end prospect in a long is that time. Nor- is that Nord? Uh, Florida. Oh, Florida. I'm thinking of a totally different mm-hmm. tight end from Notre Dame. Um, yeah, like their their secondary is not bad actually. It's weird because I couldn't think of like any real weaknesses that this team has. They just kept blowing games last year. That's exactly what I was thinking too. I'm sitting there. I'm like, this is a decent team. They just yeah. could not win a close game or hold a lead. <laughs> so now you have Herbert for the future. Yeah. And new coach and. I think this could be one team. Maybe you, maybe you agree. Maybe you disagree. Maybe that's the one team that makes a big step next year. Maybe as a it. potential like nine, ten win team and yeah. kind of shocks everyone. No, I could see it. I didn't think that they were going to be this bad this year. I kind of, so. I kind of thought maybe they'd be bad, just because that QB situation. Yeah. But Herbert, Herbert came in and lit up the world. And, yeah. But I'm excited to see what they do because they got some cap. They got some cap space to go spend some money. Mm-hmm. And actually, Chargers are a low-key... I'm not a closet Chargers fan. I'm always a Patriots fan. Yeah. But Chargers are a team that I've always been like, this is a good team. They're just missing. They're always missing something every year, whether it's a quarterback, yeah. whether it's something on the defense. It's just, They're almost like the Colts. They're one piece away from being a really good team. Yeah. Um, anything else about the... No, the Chargers were an interesting one. I think they just need to pick up little pieces here and there. I really think they're pretty set. It's just they need to 
learn how to win, obviously, which they weren't doing last year. They were the kings of them and the Falcons just blowing every game. Uh, growing pains. Yeah. Lots of growing pains. Let's move on to the Vegas Raiders. They, they are somehow in cap hell. Yeah, I have no clue. Clearly they spent all their money on the offensive yeah. side, and their defense yeah. is terrible, so they're not well, really Yeah, that's what spot. I said, that they uh, they need pass rushing. That's it. Yeah. It's pretty much that simple. They what don't have any pass rushing. I said need anything defense, D-line, and rackets. Yeah. They don't have – they have young safeties and corners. I can't remember their names. Well, Abraham uh, Jointer, he's the, over there too. Yeah, they players. they have some young pieces on the D. They just they have nobody that can get to the quarterback, and that's the most important part of your defense. So, I saw an interview the other or I heard about an interview the other day. Gruden said he wants an alpha personality on defense, and the first person that came up to my mind, Khalil Mack, Rich, Richard <laughs> Sherman. Yeah, that could work. Just a veteran player on that defense. Khalil Mack would be nice to <laughs> get back, but. Sherman was the first thought in my mind, and yep. he's out there. I don't really think they personally need to worry about the cornerback position because they are okay in the secondary. It's mm-hmm. just that D-line, like you said, they, they need. Whether they do it in the draft or... That's why I suggested J.J. Watt last week. I don't think they have the money looking at this now, no, but like, nope. he would be perfect for that team. He's a leader. He's an alpha. He's a pass rusher. He'd be exactly what they need to spark that defense, but they would have to figure out how to, you know, clear some space on the offense because they spent so much money. Yeah. But, I mean, to be fair, they do have a lot of money in their O-line, which is important, but it's just the, they got some decisions to make, clearly. They're not a good enough team to be in cap hell like this. No, they're they're in a weird spot, yeah. like you said, and it'll be interesting to see what decisions they make, whether it's, they make some cuts this season, or I don't know, because offensively they're fine. Defense, they need to get their shit together. Yeah. And it was pretty clear to see this year. Um, Denver. Don't like Denver. Never have, never will. Uh, my... Yeah, they beat Carolina in the Super Bowl, so I don't like them either. Yeah. <laughs> they beat New England multiple times in the playoffs, so yeah. I'm not... I'm not very fond of them either. I've never really had a bit of a soft spot for them. Uh, they do have cap space, though. Yeah. I said that nothing's going to help them until they get a quarterback, though. I don't yeah. care how many times you tell me Drew Locke is the future. No, he's not. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> terrible. He's so, like, you have 40 mil in space. They have a very good defense. They had a really bad season this year because their defense was banged up all year, obviously. No Von Miller. They were in and out of injury trouble all year on the defensive end. They played a game this year with a practice squad receiver at quarterback. Like <laughs> they had some issues this year. They're, uh, I think they're a better team than their record showed. Yeah. But at the same time, they need a better quarterback. They were the one team that everyone was predicting that they would take a big step forward. I think they could have if they didn't have all of these injuries. Yeah, because they were, they got hit with COVID mm-hmm. in the year, and that that really fucked them up for a little bit there. Uh, they need to sign re-sign Simmons. Their top yeah. safety. That's got to be number one priority. You've got the money. Just pay him. Mm-hmm. If Vaughn Miller's on a club option, they'll pick it up, yeah, I would assume. Uh, AJ Boye, I would try and keep him around if if you possibly yeah. can. Like, he's a veteran corner. Yeah. You might as well keep him around. Um, but, yeah, 
they need a quarterback. They need to figure out that situation. And I saw in an article Andy Dalton. I'm like, yeah, it's the last thing they need is another average white quarter quarterback. <laughs> that John Ellie seems to have a hard on for. Yeah. LA, he's taking that step back though. Now he's not. He has less control over the the personnel. Which I think is good because he's clearly not very good at it. At yes. least not with quarterbacks. Hey, he gave himself a little promotion. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't hurt doesn't hurt at all. Yeah. But we'll see. Denver Get a quarterback. Drew yeah. Locke is not good enough. Not That's all I'm gonna say. They have the ninth pick. Never know. Honestly, pick somebody up. Just don't draft Paxton Lynch again. <laughs> <laughs> or pick up a Trevor Simeon. <laughs> White quarterbacks haven't been working out for you the last <laughs> five years or so. Yeah. Or Brock Osweiler. That didn't work out either. Old Peyton Manning was the last one that worked out. Exactly. Tim Tebow didn't work out. <laughs> worked out for half a season. Yeah. Somehow. And they pulled off that play against the Steelers. Uh, you know. Yeah. But enough of Denver. Because fuck you, Denver. Uh, I don't need to talk about Denver. Uh, let's go to the AFC North where it's going to be very competitive the next couple years. It sure is. Let's start with the Steelers, and oh, good lord, they're in some cap hell. Yeah. Ben's making, if he comes back on his regular contract, I think it's a cap of 40 mil, which is 20% of the their yeah. cap, paying a near 40-year-old quarterback that. The problem is, I think that he has them by the balls, because those fans would be livid if they let Ben go, and... The Yinzers. Yeah, and like... He can just be like, you know they're going to be pissed if you don't keep me on this team, so you're going to pay me this $40 million or whatever it is, you know? So uh, I think that they're kind of – I think that their most important thing right now is keeping that defense together. And yes. then you're going to have to just make decisions on that offense about who you're letting go. Yeah, they've got some decisions. Which you, is Juju and James Conner right off the bat. So You need to go get a center too because Pouncey again. Because Pouncey retired. Retired, yeah. and I had mentioned, go get a David Andrews if you can somehow get him for cheap yeah. with this. If you can draft a center somewhere, wherever you're picking to, that could work. But mm-hmm. uh, they, they definitely have some decisions to make this year. They have a lot of decisions. They're kind of in a spot right now where it, looked, it felt like the, win, the window – has been closing. It seems like it's about to close, mm-hmm. and I feel like this is maybe the last year that they can figure it out. I think Tomlin is officially on the hot seat, even though Pittsburgh does never fire coaches. They no. their contracts expire. Yeah, so they've had like what I think four head coaches since like the seventies or something like that. So yeah. <laughs> they they don't they don't let go of coaches. Yeah. They let them ride out, and yeah, I think right now. Like you said, defense keep it together because they were banged up last year and that really affected them at the end of the year. Offensively, a lot of decisions to make, mm-hmm. especially with that running back and wide out situation. I think you got to let Juju go. I think Juju and James Conner are for sure gone, and then after that, you got to figure it out. Still, probably so. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that's about it for Pittsburgh, though. Yeah, they're tough to read. Yeah, they're in a bad spot. Uh, in a growing division too, which is getting better. Uh, Baltimore, they surprisingly have a little yeah. bit of cap. I think twenty-five mil. Twenty-eight point nine mil. Not too bad. They do have a couple key free agents: Judon, Ngakwe, uh, mm-hmm. Derek Wolf, um, Gus Edwards. Those are like kind of the key, yeah, key free agents that they have. But 
Yeah. You know Lamar's big con- big payday is coming soon, so... Well, I mean, it's pretty obvious what their most important thing is, right? Which is, they need a receiver. Yep. Yep. And then past that, maybe a, a safety. But number one receiver. Like, yeah. they only have Hollywood Brown. And sure, he's fast, but I, I wouldn't consider him a number one receiver. You need a number... You need a... A clear number one. Mm-hmm. You need another downfield threat or a guy that you can throw to and trust. He's going to make catches. And do you think they Juju... need a Will Fuller or a Juju or an Allen Robinson, somebody like that? I think Juju could. I looked at him as somebody who could be on this team. So because I, yeah. I think that he might be the type to be like, I want to play Pittsburgh twice a year. If you want me, I'll play for this team. You know. Yeah. Uh... Pittsburgh's got a very, very like. I can't even. I can't even describe. They're, they've got a strong mentality. Like they're gonna. They're gonna come in. They're gonna. They want to kick your ass. They want to humiliate you. Yeah. And Juju's Juju's got a very bright personality. So it'd be interesting to see if he goes to an organization that is very tough. Always has been since the Ed Reed Ray Lewis days. Yeah, they're just uh, they're smash mouth team. They always kind of have mm-hmm. been. Maybe. They need to get. They need to resign an ed, edge rusher like Nagakwe or yeah. Derek Wolf's thirty-one. So he's obviously not the same player he used to be. Maybe look at a JJ Watt potentially. As yeah. Well, he's he's there. Get something for him. Yeah. He can play TJ two times a year. That'd be really fun to watch. But yeah, I think Baltimore's in a fine spot right now. No, they, yeah, they don't have fine. to pay Lamar yet. They should get receivers. If they do want to win, I think they need a receiver. Yeah. I don't think that Lamar is good, but I don't think he's good enough to make decent receivers better. They need a number one. Mm-hmm. They do. And do I think they could potentially compete with the Buffalo in the future? Absolutely. Yeah. KC? No. Not the bar, this, Lamar's not never beaten Mahomes. I think no. like Lamar has how many losses in his career? Like 10 and four, three or four come to Mahomes yeah. already. So... Yeah, that's the big that's the big thing is wideouts and just feels like we're beating a drum that's been beat for the last two years with this team. Yeah. Go get a wideout. Get wideouts. Exactly. Um, Cleveland. They've got lots of cap space actually or yeah, they got a decent amount of cap. Twenty nine point seven mil is what I have here. Most of their money's on the offensive side because that old line yeah. is unbelievable. Yes, it is. They're insane, uh Defense, they need a lot. They need secondary help. Their front yeah. seven is incredible, but they need help in the secondary. This is uh, last week when we were talking about rec- or uh, when we were talking about free agents. I said that they should go get Anthony Harris, which I still think they should go do. Yeah, and I think that they need to move OBJ because I think that he's just holding cap, and they're better without him. And they can use that money to get some guys in the secondary, which is what they need. But here's my thing. You take Odell out of there, who's your downfield threat? Because Landry's not Probably a downfield. Higgins? Higgins is a free agent. So you got to make I a mean, decision. I mean, they can hang on to Higgins. I, I just think that Baker is better without... I think that he tries to force feed Odell because he knows Odell needs the ball and wants the ball. And he clearly plays freer and looser when Odell isn't on the field. Yeah, he. That's a hard decision because it's like, are you really going to. I can see both sides that you're giving up a lot of cap, you're giving up a diva. 
you're getting rid of some issues, but you also look at what Odell can bring. He's a downfield threat even when he's there. If he's not making plays, you're, you're creating plays for Landry. You're creating plays for Higgins. You're creating. That's true. You're making your run game better. But I'd still say, just looking at this, you know, I've been through this with Carolina, with Calvin Benjamin. When he was out, they played better. And then they moved him, and everybody was up in arms, like, oh, how could you get rid of him, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and we went 15-1. and one. That's true. And so, we saw the player Benjamin ended up being yeah, was a bust. I'm not saying that, yeah, I'm obviously not saying OBJ is Benjamin. He's much better. But it's just sometimes a good receiver doesn't translate to just being better for the team. Sometimes they need a certain quarterback. They need a certain system. And sometimes quarterbacks just don't click with certain receivers mm-hmm. so I, I think that it's time for him to move on I think OBJ never wanted to be in Cleveland still doesn't want to be in Cleveland I think the only reason he's mediocre like medium happy in Cleveland is because Landry's there yeah, and they're best friends I could see that for sure um yeah going to that team before when he got traded there he probably was like what the hell mm-hmm. but it's like oh yeah Landry's here here's my old buddy from LSU but that I think that's going to be the number one situation and probably in total agreements with me but yeah get safety help figure out your Odell situation whether it's trade him get some pieces back mm-hmm. get some picks back whatever Odell's value is at this point because he is coming off a ACL injury yeah so we'll see what he's like next year and then the Bengals woo the Bungles we are so thrilled to talk about um, O-line yeah that's move all. on <laughs> protect Joe's knee honestly uh, like they've got lots of caps so you better go yeah. and get a good O-lineman or draft O-line free agency O-line yeah like uh, that's it you got Sewell and Slater up there I think you got the fifth pick yeah you got the fifth pick take an O-lineman do not take another receiver you've already got D Higgins AJ Green is a free agent, but you can let him go because oh, he's terrible. He's not. He was. He has never has not been the same. No. You've got Tyler Boyd. Yeah. You, you've got Joe Mixon. Like that's a decent offense already. And They're fine. They have weapons. They just don't have O line. Yeah. To figure out that fucking. O-line. Protect Joe Burrow. Look what happened to his knee. That's a, that's a team as well. I could see taking a little leap. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're going to go and get 10 wins, but maybe like No, Burrow can stay healthy and they can protect him. They can get better, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Um, That's it for the Bengals. Yeah. I have not much else to say. Just protect Burrow. Yeah. Let's start with Indianapolis and the AFC South. I'm cool with that. Because they answered your prayers. Big news. They, they got players. a quarterback. Is he going to suck like he did this year? Is he going to look like 2017? Well, I guess we'll find out. Well, they need to get some weapons around him, and they've got they have 50 mil caps. Mm-hmm. They've got so much, but... It's such an interesting situation now because they didn't give up anything to get Carson Wentz. You have people saying it's too much, or sorry, that it's not enough, and then you have Max Kellerman saying that they should have been paid to take Carson Wentz off of their hands. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, the potential for this team is there now. Frank Reich was the guy who made Carson Wentz what he was, and now he's back there. He also just went from the worst O-line in football to the best O-line in football. 100%. So, he's protected. 
he's if they can get somebody like a Will Fuller or a Juju or somebody who's a, another receiver for them, they already have Pittman. If they can re-sign T.Y., they have Jonathan Taylor, Naeem Hines. This team has weapons for Carson, and he'll be happy because he'll be with his former mentor with Frank Reich, who he loves. That's clearly, he said, I want to go to Indy. I want to be with Frank Reich. That's why they were able to get him so cheap. Mm-hmm. He, he gave them all the cards and said, fuck you, Philly. I'm, I want to go to Indy. Send me there. And mm-hmm. they did. Yeah, he, apparently Chicago didn't even offer Carson Wentz but no. the trade at all. Or didn't offer Philly as, I think as soon as they heard that indie thing, it was like, what are we supposed to do? Like, he doesn't want to be here. So yeah. he said, I want Indy. That's it. And that gives all the cards to Indy to be like, here, third round pick. And they're like, all right. Yeah, get some pieces around Carson Wentz, like you said. They do have to resign T.Y. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach Pascal's been a decent piece for them. Yeah, Pittman already, who's been a... Who came he had a great and, year. Uh, he came in and had a really good year. Um defensively, they need to go get an edge rusher. Mm-hmm. Justin Houston is not 25 anymore. He's a free agent. Yeah. Um, J.J. Watt. Yeah, I again. said they need another piece on defense. Shaq Barrett. You've got a lot of money to offer Shaq. 53. They have almost $54 million still. So, I mean, Chris Ballard has done incredible things with this team to this point, and adding Carson Wentz is just one more added to the list. Yeah. And it if Carson Wentz looks like he did in 2017, this team can win a Super Bowl. Yeah, they can because they're a good enough team to run the ball. Their O-line, like you said, is the best in mm-hmm. football. Maybe Cleveland can would say something about it, but... They're the only team, I think, that could even be in the conversation. Yeah, and get some receivers because Wentz, Wentz isn't a scrub. He just... You're basically replacing Philip Rivers with It felt Rivers like he lost his confidence this year. It seemed like everything with Nick Foles and then they draft Jalen Hurts and it just, I think it was all piling on him. You know, being in Philly, that those fans are horrible. Yeah. They're the worst fans. Like, the Cowboys fans are terrible because they just think the Cowboys are great. They're just obnoxious. The Philly fans are bad because they're so fickle. You have one bad game and they're like, we hate you. We don't want you on our team anymore. Yeah, they're the most bipolar fans. They'll yeah. love you one day and then you'll you'll take them to the playoffs the year before with nothing. And then you're giving the same team next year and you're struggling. And they're like, fuck you, get out yeah. of here. It's like, what? Yeah, they put everything on Carson Wentz this year when that team had no O-line. All of their receivers were hurt. It's just... I think that Wentz is poised to have a huge year in Indy. This is and a, I could eat my words on that entirely, but... This is a team that can easily go and get 12, 13 wins, considering the division they're in right oh, now. Oh, yeah. They could easily go 5-1 and one in this div, and they're good enough to beat a KC, in my opinion, because they only have a quarterback they I can trust. They're one piece away, and it's quarterback piece, and they just got a former... Should have been MVP if he didn't get hurt. So you basically just traded Philip Rivers for Carson Wentz. Yeah, straight up. You gave up two draft picks. Whatever. They draft well anyways mm-hmm. with all the picks that they have, so it's not a concern whatsoever. Um, I want to talk about Jacksonville though, because they've got like eighty million cap. Eighty million, yeah. They're gonna take Trevor Lawrence first overall. They've got so much money to spend. Yeah. I, Start by protecting Trevor Lawrence. Yes. Because. This is your biggest investment you're going to make ever. It's Trevor Lawrence. Then get him some weapons, and then go out and get some help probably in your secondary because you got a pretty good front seven. You don't really need a lot of help there. I would focus 
I'd focus maybe after Lawrence, I'd focus defense in the draft. And then I'd go out, because you already have Robinson in the backfield, who's a good running back. Um, go get some weapons. Uh, go get Allen Robinson, honestly. Yeah. Like I mentioned that last week, I'm, and I'm thinking more about it. I'm like, that would be a good fit. Yeah. It's a downfield threat. You got DJ Chark on the other side, who's no scrub. He's good. Yeah. Uh, he, they he, still have Marquise Lee, I think. I can't remember. Um, they have somebody. Lee. They have Keelan Cole. That's who else he's they a, have. He's a free agent. They'll probably hang on to him. They have $80 million. <laughs> yeah. They'll give him $10 mil But like a they don't him. have a lot in the secondary. I mentioned that maybe they go get somebody like Marcus Williams. Hopefully he doesn't you know, take out his own teammate or anything in a huge play. But <laughs> but they they just need to protect Trevor Lawrence, get a couple pieces around him. They, they have a lot to work with to really go after it this year. And like we said in this division, you know, Tennessee doesn't have a lot to work with. And they kind of... It felt like they bottomed out last year, and mm-hmm. Houston's a mess. They could easily be the worst team in the league this year, especially because Watson's not playing. And if they hang on to Watson, they will be the worst team in the league this year. So yeah, Jacksonville like- is poised to potentially make a big jump. I think that's part of the reason Urban Meyer took that job, is he looks at this as like a nowhere to go but up yeah, you have nothing to prospect. Lose. Nothing to lose in this yeah. job. If you have a bad first year, it's like whatever, it's a young team. But if you You take this team and you go six and ten, it's, it looks like a huge success. It's almost like the Brian Flores thing in Miami. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you go on a shitty team. Oh yeah, you suck your first year. You go in your second year, it's like, oh, you're so technically rebuilding, but you get 10 wins. Yeah, it's we saw that with Miami. We saw it with situation. Joe Judge in New York. Like, sometimes you just have the team and they're on the trajectory and you just put in your culture and it explodes. This, this could be that team. Yeah. Lawrence is getting surgery, I think, on the thing of the labrum or shoulder mm-hmm. or something like that, but he'll be ready for training camp. Protect him, please. You saw what happened to Burrow. Yeah. Give him some protection, give him some weapons, and then this team will be forced to be reckoned with as long as Lawrence is around and long as Urban Meyer's around. It'll be interesting to see what kind of I mean, it's interesting culture right, it is because what they build. He's a college guy, too, so you have to imagine they're going to be drafting well for the first little bit because yeah. he knows all those guys. Mm-hmm. So watch out for Jacksonville, potentially. Yeah, they could be a little dark horse, especially if Lawrence is made out to be what... I've made, I've said he's he yeah. could be or what everyone else has said he is. Um, Houston, uh, they have no cap really. Sad, it's sad in Houston. It's they have ten mil, which I mean, but I I think that just Houston just move on from Deshaun. It's over. Get rid of him. Get some get something for him. Send him to Carolina, please and thank you. <laughs> They're, those rumors are really starting to get going, yeah. which is very intriguing. I th- it's interesting because we dropped K K one Short. Like KK Short's been on our team forever. We yeah. dropped a few other guys. Like it seems like we're clearing space to make room for Deshaun Watson. We really think we can go get him, but it's if he becomes available, like he's not available. Like Houston, move him, get rid of him. Yeah. You're not. He's not changing his mind. As much as Jack Easterby wants to pray that he's gonna change his mind. Yeah. It's over. Rebuild. Start over. You suck. Yeah. They, they're they going to pretty much have the same team as last year. It's a bunch of washed up, out of their prime wide receivers like Randall Cobb, Brandon Cooks. Will Fuller's gone. He's your only receiver that can take the top off. David Johnson bloated. And Lamar Miller's gone now, isn't he? Like, uh, Yeah, they have David Johnson, yeah. Duke Johnson. 
Like it's not really formidable. No, they have it. Like yeah, JJ's gone now. I mean, this team is not the Houston Texans anymore. They're not the same team. You have to start over. It's and, time for the full rebuild. And you don't have your first round pick. So yeah. and or your second round next year, I think either yeah. like which makes Carolina trade can, is very interesting because I've seen like we have the 8th or ninth pick, I believe, 8th pick. Eighth pick. So like you can do something with an 8th pick. I if we get Deshaun Watson, give them Five first-round picks? I don't care. I want Deshaun Watson. I saw this thing where it was like three first-round picks, Bridgewater, McCaffrey. I'm like, they're not giving up. I'm not up. giving up McCaffrey, though. McCaffrey's not going anywhere. No. He's untouchable. Yeah. So No, I. you probably get Bridgewater. You would get a few first-round picks, and that's probably what it would be. You would just get that quarterback back on the other end. Yeah, and with that eighth pick, you can go get a quarterback, whoever's there. Yeah. Night. And let him sit under Bridgewater. Bridgewater is an excellent mentor for a young player. Yeah, he goes in and does his job. He does. Yeah, he is good for what he's been given. So yeah, Houston, just give up. That's all. Yeah. Give up on Deshaun. Start over. Just Houston's a mess. I don't know. Yeah, it's. What did you do, Bill O'Brien? You were, <laughs> you were, like you think a year ago, they're up twenty-four nothing on the, the Chiefs. Chiefs. They were that close to going to the AFC Championship game where they would have played the Titans. Yeah. And they could have been in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Deshaun Watson made the play of the year the week before when he was blind <laughs> through that ball. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, they beat the Bills, who were in the AFC Championship game this year, and then they almost... I mean, they were up 24 nothing on Kansas City, who won the Super Bowl and then was in the Super Bowl again this year. And this year they went 4-12 and with the passing leader. Like, yeah. It just went straight downhill. Uh, tough season. They're the they're in the worst position of any team in the NFL. Yeah, because other than maybe New Orleans, but New well, Orleans at least has good management. Yeah, like people want to actually go play New Orleans. Yeah. no one wants to go to Houston and play. Uh, I don't even remember who their coach is. It's the guy from Baltimore, uh, uh, David Cullen. Yeah, something like that. I can't remember, yeah. but. They couldn't even go get Biet and Biet. Biet he didn't want to go there. Why would you want to go there if you're a real legitimate head coaching candidate who's going to get offers every year? Why would you go to Houston and set yourself up for failure? Yeah, that's situation. Just, yeah, we can go. Nice. We can do a full episode on Houston. Why? Yeah, I, I could that. shit on Houston for three hours, but let's move on. No one wants to hear us talk yeah. about the worst team in the NFL. We have one more team. Tennessee, Tennessee Titans, they don't have... They, I think they have, like, 2 million cap. Yeah, 1.3 is what I have here, and, like... They need D-line. They don't, they yeah, they D-line. don't... It's not like they need anything other than pass rushing. But they have Clowney if he can stay healthy, but he never stays healthy. He's a free agent. But that's what I mean, like, do you keep Clowney, or do you try to find somebody else? Because Clowney will probably just get hurt again. Yeah. So, but pass rushing, that's the the only thing that this team is desperately in need for. Other than that, they're very solid at most yeah, positions. It's a good old line. Derek, Derek Henry, Derek Henry Ryan Tannehill, their receivers are good. I mean... What do you give Corey Davis if you're Tennessee, if you want yeah, to resign him? Because they have A.J. Brown. They potentially lose Corey Davis and Jonu Smith, which would hurt their passing game for sure. Yeah, so you, you saw what Tannehill was when they didn't really have a passing game two year or year and a half ago when they were making their playoff run. They were just 
Derrick Henry heavy. You just saw what happens when Henry gets shut down. Yeah. The whole offense gets shut down. Yeah. So you need to bolster that offensive, all that that wide out situation. Yeah. I mean, I'd argue that they probably will go out and draft a wide receiver in the first round slash a pass rusher. I also said they need a number one corner because, yes, Malcolm Butler is a decent corner, but he's not going to be the shutdown guy. You do have Bayard and Vaccaro behind you, which is great, yeah. but you need a legitimate quarterback cornerback that you can trust. Even out of Sherman for all I care, just mm-hmm. he's, he's going to be cheap. He's going to be looking go somewhere to win. And Tennessee just got 11 wins this year. After, and, what, four straight 9-7 and seven seasons or something like that? Yeah, after all those Mike Fisher-type yeah. seasons. But Tennessee will be fine. They should be fine. Uh, I could definitely see them taking a step back next year to a 9-7 and seven team. But they'll be okay. But this division, AFC South, is... It seems like Colts have all the momentum now. Tennessee is yeah. right there. Jacksonville is very exciting to see, and then Houston's a mess. Yeah, Houston is a shit show. If Houston does not trade Deshaun Watson, I would not be shocked if they didn't win a game next year. Well, I hope they don't win a game next year if they don't trade Watson. Yeah, like they, well, yeah, they deserve it if they don't trade him. You're just being. He'll be laughing to the bank all year. Yeah, people can say Watson is being selfish and greedy right right now, but. Look what he has done for the city. You look what he did this year, and you're not going to let him have played it. his heart out this year. And you're going to lie to his face about who you're yeah. talking to or and what you're going to do. And that's the thing. They told him he'd be in on the GM search. They told him he'd be in on the head coach search. He wasn't in on either, and he said, I'm done. Like, you just keep lying to me. Mm-hmm. And he's played. he literally did play his heart out. He led the league in passing yards on a 4-12 and team. With a mediocre, like that's what I'm saying. This team, core. yeah, you now you lose Will Fuller, Deshaun's not going to play, and you lose JJ Watt off an already four lot or four win team. They won't win a game. No, um, ah, done with them. Sorry, I just lot, keep shitting on Houston. I want to show them as much as you do, but <laughs> like we said, we can talk two hours about. Yeah, we can talk five hours about Houston sports in general. How they've really fucked up the last. Five years or so, True. honestly. Rockets, Astros, Asterix. <laughs> the Asterix. Texans. Won't shit on them right now, though, because they are going through a little uh, winter storm there with no yeah. power and water. So, One but. more thing I do want to say now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, rest in peace to Vincent Jackson. That's oh, a super yeah. sad story. Totally forgot about that. I... Was he? He was a. Didn't he play for the Chargers? Played too? for the Chargers most That's of his career, and then Tampa near the end. Yeah, that was thirty-eight years old. Yeah, sounds like CTE stuff. Yeah, they donated his brain for the for, yeah uh, research just just to look at it. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's a sad sad story, especially right after the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. all that happened. But yeah, um, that's really about it for. Our episode this week, yeah. unless we have anything else to add to that? Uh, no, I think not. I imagine next week we're probably doing the NFC, and mm-hmm. uh, then I think right after that is when free agency is really going to kick in. So, yeah. and you know, basketball next week we might you know just talk about. You know, I don't even know what we'll talk about in basketball next week. Maybe yeah. we can give like an actual power rankings or something next week for. Yeah. What we think, and then. Yeah, 
guys. Yeah, just do a, maybe a bit of a preview of what's to come for the rest of the year because yeah, we're, we're, we're getting to like what the halfway point. Yeah, second half starts March fourth, I yeah. think, or right after the All Star break, which is I think like March eighth or something like that. Can't remember, but there's a lot of games they got to make up uh, mm-hmm. if they can make make them up. Yeah, they might have to push the playoffs back a little bit for sure. I think July is when they're supposed to start or something like they, that. They wanted the season to be completely done by July because like they wanted to no get way. it back to the regular schedule for next year. They won't be able to do that. But with, with all the postponements, I don't think that's going to happen. They might have another shortened off season so that they can start when they want to start. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, that interesting to see what they do. Yeah. To make up all of these games, and hopefully there's no more COVID situations. It seems like everything's finally settled in a little bit. Mm-hmm. So let's hope that continues like that. But yeah, that's it for episode this week. Next week, NFC talk. Very excited for that because there's a lot of other awful situations there in the NFC. Yeah, let's pray by next week that Deshaun Watson's in a Panthers jersey. <laughs> yeah, let's pray that we see some more. QB movement, maybe Darnold yeah. gets going somewhere. Been a already busy off season. We're it only has. like two weeks in, so yeah, it's been pretty crazy. Give us more NFL. Give us more. Yeah, but we'd love to see it. Love to see it. Till next week, everyone. Have a good one. Bye.